passionate, innovative, committed, involved, and that these are just a few qualities I can find when I think about the partners, the funding partners at Barrage Capital, they are four. Today on the podcast, we have Patrick and Rémi, two of them, and I interviewed them because they are emerging managers from Montreal, and we're doing this in English for all our friends that speaks the Shakespeare language, that's not a problem. We have an accent, but we'll make do with that because the information is good. And today, we, I went to, the, to see them in on Saint Laurent Suite in Montreal, and uh, they are very, very inspired people, very focused. And I hope you will enjoy uh, the interview we made together. So my name is Pierre-Luc Poulain. I'm a podcaster, producer of content to the speed of sound. And today you are listening to the Inside Finance Cafe. And I hope you enjoy. Bye. So I'm with Patrick Tenier. Hi, Hi Patrick. Hi, Pierre-Luc. How are you? Fine. Good. And with uh, Rémi Morel. Hi. Hey, I will ask you because you're managing money and what is your target market when you manage money? Is that institutional, pension fund, high value individual? Who, who is your target market for your, your company, Barrage Capital? Okay, I, I can say that uh, we have about 400 clients and all of them are high net worth uh, individuals. So our main market for now is uh, retail investors. The retail? Yeah, retail. Do you have any plan to go in on the institution, institutional side or the pension fund, stuff like that, or you, you will stay more in retail? Well, we don't have plans at the moment, okay. but uh, probably eventually we're going to look into that, okay. but that's probably a few years down the road, so, so we're, right, we're not there yet. So right now it's retail? Yeah. yeah so the listeners, the, the, one, the, the people that listen to your podcast, they can buy your fund? Yeah, yeah. I saw it is on LabAdvisor, Morningstar, so mm -hmm. it's very easy to buy. Yeah, so the minimum investment is a hundred thousand dollars okay I have um, a one today here okay. yeah in your <laughs> wallet um, right. so we have about 80 millions of assets under management right. we founded the firm in 2013 okay so we're on the sixth year so uh, so far so good so far so good what markets or what sector what do you invest do you invest in bonds stocks Canadian market US market what is the uh, yeah we're mainly value investors and we look for uh, uh, stock Canadian stock or US stocks um, We, we, we look at both, okay. uh, but I have to admit that we find much more I, I, good ideas in the U.S. because bigger you know, market, the, much bigger market. Yeah, and you know that's, like, a, that's a given. <laughs> yeah, that's a given, and we like to buy dominant companies, so we can find much many more uh, dominant yeah. companies in the U.S. than we yeah. can find in Canada. They Actually, our pool is the. Is the The world, yeah, okay. the, the, the developed countries, but uh, the best the best idea that we find now are in the U.S., but it could change. So uh, if there's a crisis in Canada, okay. maybe we'll find some good... Uh, okay, you don't have any limitations? No, we, we, we can go anywhere. Okay. Yeah. okay. No restriction. Yeah. No And restriction. What we like about the U.S. is that they are our neighbors, so it's easy for us to, uh, to know those companies because they're right next door. Whereas if we're, you we're going to buy companies in Asia, well, you know, that's a different ballgame. It's different. And yeah. We, yeah. And if you want to visit them or to see them or... Yeah. Even the language, Even the, the, language. the accounting is different. So, you know, we, we like yeah. to buy things we know. Yeah. And language, not so bad, but accounting, that's, that's a tough one. Yeah. All right. I yeah. understand that. So you, are, you have a business. You started your own business. What's, what, do you, what is your competitive advantage? What is your, uh, your mode, like Warren Buffett would say? But what is the... What distinguish you from other managers or other mutual funds? Well, the four of us, the founders, uh, we all do uh, research uh, to find the ideas. So we are the four of us trying to find good ideas, and we challenge each other 
with uh, why we should uh, buy uh, this stock or why we should sell it. And so I think it's a very, it's a very big strength. And you challenge yourselves. Yeah, so it's not a, just a one-man show. So we're constantly uh, bouncing our ideas with each other. And this is how we think uh, we can, you know, um, get decent returns for our investors uh, long term. Okay. And the and four of us are, are passionate. Yeah, we're passionate. And also, well, that I know. <laughs> most of our family's money is in the fund, so alongside our investors. So, so I, will, I, will, I will repeat that in slow motion. Yeah. Uh, I will repeat that in slow motion. So most of your family's money is in, in the fund. So when you talk about the expression that, you have in, that we have in English, or we or they, because <laughs> but put your money where your mouth is. So in That's your, what we do. You, you are living by that statement, a bit like Warren Buffett when he said that 99% of his value is mm -hmm. into Berkshire. You follow his footstep and, mm -hmm. and saying, I don't know if it is 99%, but the bulk of your of your uh, family's money is in the uh, the fund. The funds. So, so it's a huge incentive for us to uh, to get good returns for our investors because if our investors make money, well, we make money too. So yeah, it must make must make for some weird Christmas party, no? If the returns are not good? Well, so far the returns <laughs> have been good, so so far so good, as because, I said. But because it's the double-edged word. Yeah, it's a so, double-edged so, word. Yeah. It's going to happen. <laughs> you know, some year we're going to be down 10%. It's going to happen for sure. But uh, the, the the main, what's important is to uh, to have a long-term uh, perspective, but perspective I love that. and horizon. But I love that because I've been teaching uh, mutual funds for years in, uh, in different institutions financial institution and I was teaching mutual fund to people that has the permit that sells mutual mm -hmm. fund in different financial institutions but they don't buy it and they don't own it and they don't have it. Well, they don't have skin in the game. so They don't have skin. <laughs> even if it's not their, their family, they don't even have their own skin but they're selling funds in funds that they don't have any money in. Mm -hmm. And I have always have so much difficulty to teach them and if, if only their customers will know that, I'm not sure they will buy mutual funds from those people. Mm -hmm. But you, uh, you have your own money and your family's money. You can say your own money is uh, not so bad, but well, your yeah. family's mm -hmm. money is a, mm -hmm. that's even more because my money, I can have some yeah. fun with it. I can take, but it is family, so there is a fiduciary. And okay, yeah. okay, I love, I respect that. Mm -hmm. um, we are, uh, we all know, we all know the answer, but uh, I have to ask: uh, Who is the biggest influencer in regards to your uh, investment philosophy? Well, I think everybody <laughs> agrees that uh, Warren Buffett plays a large role uh, regarding that. Uh, he's been our mentor for many years. Uh, he's the best investor uh, of all time. Of all time, his track record speaks by you know for itself, and. Um, you know, there, there are so many things we've learned from Warren Buffett. And I guess we still have so many more things to learn from him and other good investors. Mm. Um, because himself, Warren Buffett was learning from other people like Benjamin Graham at the beginning and uh, from Philip Fisher afterward. And uh, Charlie Munger has been someone who's influenced him. So it's accumulation of experience uh, because he started invest at the age of 11, and he's now uh, 88, I think, uh, 87, his birthday will be on uh, August, August 30th. 30th yeah. Yeah. We're not geeks, we're not geeks, no, 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 we know his birthday by heart, you know, isn't that funny? But it's, uh, it's the, the, the whole life experience, the accumulation, so he, he's uh, learned so many things throughout his life, so we can learn from that and uh, avoid doing so many mistakes, so I think it's, 
is something you, you must do. You, you have to, to study what, what are the most success, successful investors have done. And, and, and what's amazing about Warren Buffett is that throughout all those years, uh, he was very generous in writing, uh, how he invests. So someone who's like, who's going to read what he wrote, well, he can learn a great deal about investing from the best. So uh, that's one of my sad thing with my French, uh, my French uh, people, the French friends or French uh, uh, people living, and they, they don't, they are not uh, reading in English. Uh, one of the sad things is they cannot read right away the, the letters he, he, mm -hmm. he wrote. Yeah. If you're listening to this, obviously mm -hmm. uh, you are English speaking, and you should and you must, I would say, read his last 15 to 20 annual letters. They are, and you should go in chronology. Mm -hmm. And you should begin at the, yeah, at the 1999 and 2000 and 2001 to see how he sees the words and all, all those things and how he tackles the 9-11 and mm -hmm. how he made a mistake. He's, it's, very, uh, it's free. It's on the internet. It's on the Berkshire Hathaway that. And, uh, and so you are inspired. We are in Montreal. Yeah. We have a barrage capital and you are inspired by Warren Buffett. So it's great mm -hmm. because we don't have... And you have each year, I forgot about that, uh, you have an annual um, uh, shareholders meeting, mm -hmm. uh, and, and you you want to do uh, like yeah. Him. We every, each year uh, in spring we invite all our investors uh, to that annual meeting. So we do a presentation uh, about the portfolio, each stock uh, we own in, in the portfolio. And after that's the really interesting part for us is the the Q and A session. So all investors are invited to uh, ask any questions they might have. Uh, so for an hour and a half, an hour and a half, we answer all those questions. And, and a lot but it was fun. You invited me, full disclosure, and it was so fun for me to see all the investors that were there. We were having mm -hmm. a drink, and then everybody. It was the nicest Monday evening in May, beautiful day, and there was tons of people there. Mm -hmm. All very intelligent, interesting people, and they wanted to hear about you guys. Mm -hmm. I found it was amazing, and for me. Uh, you know, I, I have my podcast, the Inside Cafe and Inside Finance Cafe, and I want people to tackle finance, to love it, to appreciate it, to uh, to learn from it, and because finance is part of who we are. Because if we don't have finance, we don't we can bitch about it. Mm -hmm. But if we don't have money, uh, we are miserable. And if we don't know what to do with money, we're miserable too. Mm -hmm. So you you're doing both. You're doing uh, some coaching, some con not consulting, but you are teaching. And uh, you're very funny, by the way. Uh, Remy uh, at the at the meeting. I was there. Listen, I was there. You made some jokes, and you were not. Uh, you were under the weather a bit. <laughs> what is the tra the financial transaction that you are the most proud of? Well, the, the, I'm not sure we're proud of it, but cocky. Uh, 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 no, but uh, <laughs> when we started the the fund, the Barash Fund in 2013, one of the first stock we bought at the time was Apple. And Apple, at the time we bought it the stock had lost 50% over a year. So at the time we bought it, no one wanted to have Apple in its portfolio. For so few reasons, like the margins were going down, um, few reasons like that. So we started to look at Apple, and it was trading about eight times earnings, uh, ex cash at the time. And for us, that was very cheap for a company that is uh, also as dominant as Apple. So we started buying the stock, well, people were saying that we were maybe crazy to do that because no, no one would touch it. How long? And Steve Jobs had passed like a few years okay. back, and 
you know, so uh, there, there was a bit of uncertainty around, surrounding Apple. So that is ripe condition for a value investor to jump in. You have good quality, and now you look like, you know. So yeah, the, the stock has tripled since then. So Apple is a good one. Very, yeah. and, and, and it's funnily enough, Berkshire and Warren Buffett, uh, they just get into the stock, and when a company like Berkshire enters into a stock, uh, it means that it gives some kind of a, a stamp of approval of the company. Not always, because we, we remember IBM. Yeah, but we'll <laughs> talk about IBM after. So what financial transaction do you wish you did not make, but that taught you a lesson? Well, now we can talk about IBM. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so yeah, a bit after Buffett bought it, we, we, we were looking at IBM, and it was very cheap at the time. Uh, it was about 10 times maybe 11 times four earnings. Uh, so we started to, uh, to buy the stock based on valuation. And uh, uh, back then they were starting to have a uh, big competition from Amazon with AWS, uh, Amazon Web Services. So uh, we, we also pay, trusted too much the management of IBM. Uh, they were saying things, but it didn't show in the numbers. So we kept the stock for maybe two years. And at some point, we decided to, to pull the plug because uh, the numbers weren't no, they were uh, always improving. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, even though we didn't pay much for it, uh, you know, 11 times earnings, well, we ended up uh, being uh, having a small loss uh, on the trade. But, but uh, at the time, we thought it was cheap enough to uh, compensate for this uh, drawback. But uh, in retrospect, it was not. Yeah. But even though we made a mistake with IBM, we didn't end up losing much money because we have this margin of safety in the evaluation so um, yeah actually this was a vindication that when you pay a low price and you can afford to make some mistake on the pricing and on some evaluation and clearly when our evaluation was not was not good because we did something we didn't understand well enough but because of the price we paid We, uh, it didn't hurt us uh, that so much. So would, would it be safe to say that you were a little bit, a little bit blindsided by the price? So you, you thought the price was very, very attractive? And, and, and the buyback. Uh, yeah, there was well, a huge buyback. And, and, and when you're a value investor, these things will happen because mm. you, know, you, you pay so much attention for the price. Mm. So when the price is, looks really cheap on paper, well, Sometimes you're going to be blinded by it. We call it a value trap, and there's a lot of value trap in the market. And our job is to try to, to find these, make sure that we, okay. we don't make the same mistake. All right. Uh, what, if, what would be your best advice for a DIY investor? Do it yourself. Well, uh, it, it, investors should buy companies they know. That ties perfectly with the... The mm -hmm. just so Apple, we know about. Everybody knows about Apple, you use Facebook, but IBM it's more uh, in the cloud. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> you know, that's yeah. nice yeah. yeah. <laughs> They were in the cloud, yeah. But you you have less of a, of a touch of a feel for the product. Mm -hmm, exactly. Okay. So invest. People should invest in what they know. Like Buffett says, and like Peter Lynch uh, said, uh, in, uh, like Peter Lynch said in his book, you know, he he trusted his wife when she when Peter Lynch he saw his wife using some products, he was investigating and he was mm -hmm. uh, asking her what she find good and the different and stuff like that. So he was investing more in things that, you know, so more common things. Yeah. That, okay. Perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, what is the information or the resource you could not live without? 
Well, the internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the more source. specific, please. I, I don't know if there's one. I know that Morningstar, I, personally, I use Morningstar a lot, but if there was no Morningstar, I would use something else instead. But of the, course, there's Edgar and Cedar, uh, the, um, the website that's uh, been set up. Boring. Governments do very, have very boring website. Very boring. I went on there, but if, if you don't have any specific information, you don't browse there. You go there yeah. to find the, the, um, the statements and the... Financial statements. Financial statements. And, and, and the other one, you use Morningstar.com, I yeah. would say, because it's the U.S. So Morningstar.com is a, is a free... Um, do you have the freemium or the free version? Uh, they did a premium. The premium? Yeah, we're uh, paying for it. It's not that uh, expensive. Okay. <laughs> but no. what we like about Morningstar is that um, in a single snapshot, you can have 10 years of, uh, financial, of fa financial statements. So um, within 30 seconds, you yeah. know what the company did over the, the last 10 years. So that gives, you know, it's a good start. To, uh, it used to be free. When I wrote my book uh, about Buffett about three years ago, it was free to have the 10 years. Okay. Now, now the, the, the free version is uh, five years and to have okay. 10 years, but they, they understood the value of it. But it's not very expensive. I think it's no. $250. Exactly. So, you know, uh, everybody can... It's, it, if you want to, to, to go deep, it is the, mm -hmm. the good... Okay, perfect. Uh, what is the indicator you follow the most on the market? Do you follow, do you, do you follow the, the overall market? Do you follow any indicator specific? We're, we're pretty okay. much market agnostic, mm. benchmark okay. agnostic. Okay. So uh, we, 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 we tend to, uh, to invest in our 10 to 15 best ideas. So what the market does and all this, we're not paying too much attention. So mm. um, what I could say that the market right now, is, it's not cheap. So we, we hear that the, uh, the, the P ratio is maybe higher that was, uh, than the historic P ratio. But uh, on the other hand, we, we don't look at that. We, we, um, we try to find bargains in the market. As long as we find bargain stock, and it doesn't matter if the, uh, the market is expensive or not. So if we don't find anything, uh, whether the, the, the market is expensive or not, we'll stay in cash. We'll just do that. Okay, you have the right so to do that. No yeah, we're not afraid to, uh, to have more cash than usual if we don't, have, if we don't find new ideas. But, you know, there's always something cheap somewhere. It's just a matter of finding it. Okay. And since we're four partners uh, always looking for cheap stocks, okay. good companies and cheap stocks, well, you know, I think we, uh, we can uh, pretty much uh, always find ideas. What would be an investment you will avoid at all costs? Um, you know, if I look in the past, the mistakes I've made or we've made are those when the situation was too complex. So if you're buying or thinking of buying a stock that you don't understand well because it's too, there are too many moving parts, well, I think you should stay away from it. You okay. know, simple is beautiful in it, when it comes to investing. So um, Because if you don't understand it, you don't know if it's a value trap or not. So You can't say anything and it's, you're, you're, you're like uh, following something like, not a cult, but uh, religiously. And uh, that's the, it's not a good thing to, to mix that with money. That's all my questions. Do you have any more comment that you would want to say to the people that are listening to the Inside Finance Cafe? We, we, we look forward to, uh, to do other uh, podcasts like that. In English too? In English too. Of course, we about, have to go there. Probably about more specific companies that we own or we're looking at. I, I think I, people I love, will, yeah. I would love that because you tell me, because you have between 10 and 15 stocks, you know them, I would say, on, on 
on the tip of your on your finger. You know you know them very very well. Well, and you could. I think you told me you could talk about Facebook for two hours. Mm -hmm. I, I would tend to think that you could talk about all the stocks you have in portfolio for two hours. Am I right? Pretty much. Pretty much. So it's a rendezvous. It's an. It's yeah. a, it's, it's a date. Yeah. It's a we'll mandate. It's a mandate. So yeah. thanks for being in the podcast. And Thank you, we, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Bye. 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 So I hope you enjoy because something tells me that it will not be the last time we hear of them. They're very focused, they're very inspired, driven. And when you manage money for other people, that is something else. But where I give uh, credits to them is that I know that the, the, it, there is their own money in there and the money of the family. And you have to respect that because when you're, you're managing for people around you, like, like we joked about that, but at Christmas time, it can be tough. So you make, you have to make uh, very, very sure that you have a due diligence. And you know what? I think it should always be like that to tell you the, the real truth. I think it should always be like that. That's one of the things that made Warren Buffett so uh, inspiring, inspiring over the years, because he always talked about his uh, fellow people in his company. He talks always about partnerships and he talks always about partners, not investors, because they we're all in them together. So this is the end of this uh, episode on the Inside Finance Cafe. You can find me, my name is Pierre-Luc Poulain. You can find me easily on Facebook, Twitter, and all those little uh, things. And you can find Barrage Capital, of course, at www.barragecapital.com. Make sure to visit them and check out their mutual fund. Till next time, have a nice day, have a nice life. Don't forget, take a nice coffee.